0: This is the T Smart Network. This is the time all go down. This is the time. All Ladies now. and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Fumble Ruski Football Podcast. This is your host KP, along with the OG Big Facts. What's going on, bro? What up, man? What up, man? So it has been a wild week in the NFL, and uh, I think we should just get in the hate o'clock first, just to get it out the way. Yeah, man. It's a tragic, I, tragic, tragic 8 o'clock, man. And, and, you know, I hate to put the word hate into it, but it's like, we'll just get into it. Uh, as you good folks know, Henry Ruggs III, former Raiders of oh, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver, was involved in a DUI crash that resulted in a fatality. Uh, it's Look, it's no excuse for drunk driving, man. I know we both drink a little bit, but you got to. You guys, you just have to have common sense, man. Not only was he drunk and driving, he was double the legal limit in the state of Nevada. I believe he blew like a what a .16? 161, yeah. And then on the one six one, and then on the other half, he was driving a Corvette going one hundred and fifty one miles per hour in a residential neighborhood. They just released a video on TMZ of him speeding, and it was insane, man. Um, my first, of all thoughts and prayers go out to the families of the victims. Also, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Henry Ruggs because he's a young man who, you know, due to a choice. Now, this wasn't a mistake. This was a choice because the NFL has a rideshare share program. You have Lyft. You have Uber. You have all of these things available to you that you can take advantage of. But he made a choice. He made a choice to, you know, drive intoxicated and in speed. And he took the life of a young woman and her dog. You know, they burned to death horrifically. But I have to look at this logically, you know, and, uh, he is going to atone for this for the rest of his life i believe you know he's facing now they're saying he's facing up to 46 years because he had an unregistered weapon in the car as well but it's just you want to because i had to kind of take emotions out of it right because i believe there's no excuse for drunk driving point blank period like you shouldn't do it you just shouldn't and this young man, now, you know, he had people depending on him. That money's going to be gone because he had, like, what, a four year, $17 million contract? Yeah. He's going to get sued. He's like, you know, lives have, have been changed. You know, a family of, they lost a loved one and a beloved pet. You know, Henry Ruggs has lost his livelihood and his career. And, you know, Derek Carr definitely had a good point. You know, he's going to need some people in his corner because making a horrific mistake, making a, 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 a horrific choice like that you know you're definitely going to be in a dark place mentally especially with the legal ramifications of this choice but at the end of the day he has no one to blame but himself and uh that's just what it boils down to if you make every action has a consequence and when you make those types of decisions you have to face those consequences but just prayers and thoughts to everyone involved man because it's something you definitely don't want to hear about and you know it's definitely just a, a horrible situation all around yeah man I, it's hard for me to uh, have any sympathy for
1: henry and for rugs i mean you're right everyone's young everyone makes these bad choices and you try to recover from it but the problem with this situation is when you look at it like you said before you have a compounding situation you shouldn't drive drunk. You have some people that say, oh, I drove drunk before. Like, okay. okay. But like you said, Fuck there's, that. No, there's no excuse for driving drunk either way. But if you take the driving drunk out of it, and he's sober, he's still driving 156 miles per hour.
0: Reckless. Just two reckless. Half, yes,
1: two and a half seconds before he crashed into the lady. I think her name is Tori or Tony. Two and a half seconds before he crashed into her he was going 156 miles per hour. At impact, it was 121 miles per hour. He hit her from behind at 121 miles per hour. And the tragic part about this is he didn't really even sustain any major injuries. But this lady, the car flipped and her car burnt lot al- She burnt alive inside of her car. Burned
0: alive. Her, her name was Tina Tinter. She was 23 years old. Uh, her and her golden retriever, Max, died. It was in her Toyota RAV4. The car was flipped upside down. They actually have video, and the thing that pisses me off is, they have video of her in that car trapped, burning alive, screaming, and he's just sitting there on the curb, which, okay, this nigga drunk. He can't do shit to help her out anyway, but it's always, and I think, man, you know, they say God works in mysterious ways. The people who don't get hurt, it's, it seems like that all the time man like all these dudes who drive drunk never get hurt yeah it's always innocent people man
1: so this is this is the thing is on that video like you're talking about like he's sitting there he's drunk he's probably hurt or who cares i mean he hit that airbag. i mean he's still going 121 miles per hour and he probably hit that hard ass airbag so he probably had a concussion but like his wife is screaming get him some help get him some help I mean, kind of, fuck him. She's literally in the car burning alive. They're burning alive. Burning alive. And you got dudes running around talking about, oh, that's Henry Ruggs from the Oakland Raider. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Like, it's a woman
0: in there trapped, like, like, dying.
1: Trapped burning, literally burning alive with the car turned over. And it's just, it's just unexcusable, man. Like I said, if you take this drinking away from it, he's going 156. You take the 156 away from it, then he's drinking. So he's facing up to 46 years right now. The The gun charge, I don't like the part about the gun charge is because yeah. in the news you always- It's bigger than that. Yeah, because in the news, you always hear about people talking about, you know, gun, um, your right to carry guns and all this. In the state of Nevada, the gun isn't even the the part. The gun, the only reason he got charged for the misdemeanor is because he was drinking while with a gun. You can carry a loaded gun in Nevada. It's only because he was intoxicated with the gun. They actually said they were trying to find a charge with the gun, just so in all the newspaper articles and the things you report, the first thing you hear is he was carrying a gun. And I don't understand that because we fight all year for gun rights in the nra and politicians are saying it's your right to carry guns but then as soon as a black male makes a mistake the first thing you want to keep telling everybody is he had a gun like who cares you don't care about people having the guns. Gun had, a gun had black male.
0: yeah the gun had nothing to do with exactly. anything that happened it's the least
1: all. of all his charges it's not even a felony it's a misdemeanor he has two counts of reckless driving one with death no, he has two counts of reckless driving, one for the lady that died, one for his girlfriend because she sustained injuries, and then he has one DUI for his girlfriend who, who sustained injuries, which is a felony, and then he has a DUI for uh, de- with death attached to it for the young lady. That misdemeanor gun charge is just
0: bullshit. Yeah, that'll probably get thrown out, but my thing is this. Do I feel sorry for Henry Russell III? Hell no. I don't. I don't feel sorry for him one bit. If he does... Time, hey, he brought it on himself. At the end of the day, I just hope that he can learn from this, and I hope other people can learn from this as well, that they won't do the same thing. Because once again, drunk driving, not a mistake. It's a choice. It's a reckless yep. and selfish choice at that. Yeah, man. But you know, salute to Derek Carr for being a real one, man. I mean, you know, if like somebody out of caring about, did some stupid shit like that, you definitely want to have a back, even though it pisses you off and it. Yeah, I'm not. You
1: know. I mean, I'm not his friend, but I mean, he's still right. you know his friend. So I don't expect him to mm-hmm. do anything otherwise. I mean, they seem like they were pretty close. So I'm not faulting Derek Derek Carr. I mean, yeah.
0: No, not at all, man. You're a real one. Yeah, but you know? I
1: mean, I mean, because he's gonna take some criticism for even standing beside him. So, I mean, I, it's just it's just a tragic situation, man. I wish he would have made a better decision. I mean, he he's pretty much ruined his life. Um, He can, but he can recover from it. That's the thing. Like we can say he ruined his life, but that's not actually true. He didn't really ruin his life. He might've stained his life, but his life is not
0: necessarily ruined. And you can all, he can bounce back because let's say he probably, I don't know. Let's say, well, he's definitely guilty. So he will be doing some jail time. I don't know if he's going to get a slap on the wrist or be made an example out of, I don't think he'll do the full 20 years, but I just hope that he can get the help he needs because he obviously has a problem. And this more or less leads to a bigger situation because I don't think he'll get only God knows. Nah, he'll probably get like maybe five to ten. Yeah, I think he'll get something with like I, five or something like that. Yep. But now this kind of brings into question, has how long has this been happening? Because, you know, hey, the homie went to school at Alabama You know, in a small town like Tuscaloosa, they probably do all types of shit. DUI is probably getting stopped, and you know, oh, hey, this is old boy for the team. You know, let's go ahead and let him go. You know, so, I mean, this isn't his first time doing this shit because you just don't decide out of the blue to drive drunk.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. I just. I just don't understand. I, don't I mean, know. it goes back to uh, like the kid from <laughs> Kentucky, man. You know what I'm saying? The kid from Kentucky that was supposed to get drafted this year, and then he was in this car going over a hundred and something miles per hour. Cars are so dangerous. I think people take for granted how dangerous cars are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, it's a deadly machine. Yeah, bro. yeah, we get we get like we got people that get nervous about flying planes and all these other things. But I don't think people have the proper respect for driving a car and not even driving drunk just every day it literally terrifies me to like be in a car and because so many people die in car accidents all day my kids gonna have to drive like you have to worry every time you're on the road because it's not just you like this young lady wasn't doing anything wrong she was just driving home and then somebody comes up on her from behind and she didn't have a chance to react and that's what you have to deal with in cars i mean i just don't understand why people drive that fast like there's no reason for it in my mind
0: and the thing, and so, at the end of the day, the blame goes solely on Henry Ruggs. Cause I've seen people say, well, you know, maybe the folks at Golf should have cut him off. You know, it's rumored that he had 18 shots, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, it's on Henry Ruggs, man. And I would say it's on the people he was with too, because just cause he making all the money don't mean that he's above reproach. Like the NFL has a free ride share program. You live in Las Vegas where Ubers, Lyfts, taxis are in abundance. At the end of the day, it was his choice to make, and it falls squarely on him. You know, I pray for Tina Tentor's family. I pray that, uh, you know, for Henry Ruggs and, you know, just so that he can get the help he needs, and, you know, that's it. But at the end of the day, it falls squarely on him, man.
1: I, I'm curious about how intoxicated was his girlfriend. Because she was in the car with him. So, I'm just, yep. it's just a, I'm just curious, like, why couldn't she take the wheel? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all bad but she yeah, had to be man. drunk
0: too though man i think she's probably drunk too
1: even if she was drunk i doubt she's gonna drive 156 miles per hour
0: i know man because usually if i see i would think that it would be the other way around if you knew you were inebriated you just go like super super slow you know i think that's just too I, so I don't know
1: because drunk drunk people tend to drive fast When you're high, you tend to drive slow. You're you're slow. So, it kind of slows down. Now, both is a danger. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying one's better than the other because driving too slow. They're both bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're both bad. Yeah, Uh, but But, usually people that are drunk because your decision-making is impaired. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, more excitement. You know what I mean? It's more likely you're going to drive fast when you're drunk.
0: I don't know, man, but it's just its horrible all around, and he got what he deserved, man. His football career is done, though. Yeah, that's a wrap. But that's the least he's of his finished. problems. Yep. Now, to so. a lesser degree,
1: I wanted to talk about another hater clock.
0: Uh, I bet I know who this is going to be. Aaron is going to be our man, A Rod. Yes, I knew it. <laughs>
1: he's a Aaron Rodgers is like the biggest asshole in the world. Like he thinks he's so Pretty fucking much. smarter than everybody else. Than except, everybody else. He's so arrogant. He's so condescending. He just is like everybody's stupid except him. He's like I. I do not like Aaron Rodgers attitude like he's an asshole. He's like that typical California private school kid that grew up with money, man. He's he's just an asshole. So if you haven't read this, sto- if you don't know the story, Aaron Rodgers, um, it came out that he had COVID. One of the biggest things that's coming out about this is he's unvaccinated. And the NFL has he's not been following the protocols for unvaccinated players. He's been acting like he's vaccinated. I think he even had a fake vaccination card, didn't
0: he? I don't know if he had the fake card, but uh, I knew he said he was uh, immun- immun- immunized.
1: Immunized, and he had somebody come out and say, like, say but they like, nah, bro, that's not <coughs> vaccinated. You're, you've been unvaccinated this whole time. Like, you're in, the, in a Halloween party dressed up with John Wick. You're not supposed to do that because you know there's strict rules. I think we went over this on the first episode. Right, you're only
0: supposed yeah, you're only supposed to be like what around three people, and they all have to be vaccinated. You're you not to even wear a supposed bath. to
1: be in indoor events with your teammates. That's what I'm saying, like, you're not even, these new rules for COVID, if you are unvaccinated, you're not even allowed to eat in indoor events with your teammates. You're not allowed to attend indoor events with more than a certain amount of people. You can eat outside with them, but you can't eat with them. You can't go to team gatherings. You have to wear masks at all times, wherever you are. There's, like, strict protocol. You're, you're supposed to be getting tested daily. Like, these are all strict requirements ba- uh, negotiated by the players' union that you have to do if you're unvaccinated we're in week eight and this dude ain't been doing any of it and then he has the audacity to say i still have respect for anybody that's
0: not vaccinated
1: well fucking, you're not vaccinated fucking,
0: i know right fucking, Dude is crazy. <laughs> shut the bro. fuck up man i always thought he was kind of a weird guy because i know he had like cut his family off or whatever and i was thinking like man you know aaron Rodgers seems kind of likable but then this comes out and i'm like wow like, he, he's like, it's just like that meme, man, where you have the fake arm and then you just take it off after you get the shot. But um, I've been seeing funny shit on this all weekend, man. Like, him and Kyrie Irving doing jersey swaps in a meme. It's crazy, man. It and is And it that's is one crazy. thing I do
1: hate about this whole thing is that people kill, they killed Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving is on a stance. And he's on a stance, and he's right. open, he's saying he's unvaccinated, he's giving you reasons why, he's willing to lose salary. Like, but then Aaron the, Rodgers is lying. He's not even standing opposite. on what he believes <laughs> on. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is just dumb, man. I, I just don't. It like is, it, bro.
0: But you know why The Packers allowed it, right? Because they don't want Aaron Rodgers to leave. That's why. You know he's basically he knows he's the man in Green Bay and he's untouchable and they ain't gonna do shit to him. But it's so funny, man. Life is very cyclical because Aaron Rodgers has literally become the person. He fought Dr. to be. He's become Brett Favre. Oh yeah, he's definitely he's Brett, Brett Favre. Farb. Everything just like it with Jordan Love.
1: All this shit. This is the situation over and over again. It's a repeating cycle.
0: Yeah, he, he's Brett Favre now, man. And Brett Favre was a jerk. Still a jerk because you know he he did the little thing down in Mississippi, man, where they basically committed welfare fraud. But that's a story for another show. <laughs> uh And now you know Aaron Rodgers, man, on that same bullshit, bro. So yeah, we got a two for this morning. For eight o'clock, man, two for two. But let's yeah, get into some lighter subjects, man. <laughs> Let's—we gotta get into some lighter subjects because boy, it was a busy weekend with the NFL trade deadline, man. So, what are some of the trades that surprised you the most? I think Von Miller to the Rams got me because I never saw that coming.
1: Yeah, I knew they were, at all. I knew that they—they they had been talking about shopping Von Miller, but I didn't actually think to they the would were Rams. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually think that. And how do the Rams? How are the Rams able to accumulate all this talent? Man, they have to be over the salary cap. There's no possible way. Dude, to get full like of
0: all these people, they don't <laughs> care about draft picks. They don't care about salary cap. Basically, Les Sneed is like a professional Madden player. Man, yes. he just ignores all that. He's like, go get them. And look, my brother and my dad are hardcore LA Rams fans, and it's just like they're like, hey, fuck them picks. <laughs> like you know, I don't, I don't know. I can agree with that because the the, the, su- the success rate of draft picks
1: is is really low. So fuck them draft picks. I'm with them. Fuck them. If you can get yep. premier talent, even if they're a veteran, who cares? You're trying to win now. You only have short wins because
0: you would spend a draft pick on it anyway. Exactly. So at least have somebody that's proven. So no, nah, I get that. And, and you're trying, I totally and you're trying to totally get that. And
1: you're trying to win now. So I, I understand that portion of it. My problem is. How are they how are they getting around the salary cap bro? I don't understand like I I really can't bro. comprehend how they're getting around the salary cap cuz it feels like they should be in cap hell and it doesn't seem like they are.
0: And they they never are man, but the thing about it this has been going on. I don't know how much money they unloaded by by trading Jared Goff, but then that kind of neg- is negated because you pick up Matthew Stafford's salary. Exactly. And Matthew Stafford was getting paid, so I don't have been know, a, man. Now, that
1: might have been a cap trick uh, because his his contract might be backloaded. I don't know, but it, it's, it, you're right. It's just, it's amazing. But I think the biggest surprise to me wasn't a trade. It was OBJ being released. So Odell Beckham yeah. being released because they couldn't find a trade partner for him, and they had to come to terms to release him. So apparently the story is, is that OBJ hadn't been a problem. I mean, Odell Beckham hasn't been a problem on like off the field. But on At the all. field, he has been frustrating Baker Mayfield, apparently. And I've been saying this for a while. Baker plays a lot better when Odell's not there. And it's kind of the same things yeah. we heard when he was with the Giants. He expects the ball all the time. And I've always said... The one thing about Baker Mayfield, Baker, you can say he's bad, you can say whatever. One thing about Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield likes to spread the ball around. He's not a guy that keys in on one dude and just going to keep feeding that one dude. He's a, a, a go-through progressions, read, you know, matchups. So that's why I think Baker plays a lot better when Odell's not there because he doesn't have to look at him. He doesn't have to force it. He's okay with handing the ball to Chubb and Kareem Hunt 17 times in a row. Like, he wants to win. And that's not really the page that Odell's on. So I I think it's a good decision for the Browns to go ahead and release Odell because they weren't using him correctly anyways.
0: Uh, I wish they could have got something for him. I know. And the thing is, so my thing, I feel that Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. are the same player almost. You have the same player on different sides of the ball. I, I mean, in a way. I think Odell is a little more dynamic but you know he's injury prone i still think he has a lot in him i would rather see him go to a more pass happy team like i think he will fit in perfectly in green bay like i thought that was the team for him i mean you could even say he would make a good addition to the raiders but then you know you have other targets like hunter renfro darren waller so i don't know but i think the reason why they didn't have trade partners maybe cleveland asked for too much for obj and then, you know, if you get him off waivers, you could get him cheap. I think you only have to pay him, like, what, $7 million of his salary. Yeah. So, I mean, but he has come out and say, he did say that he wants to go to a contender. So, I see him going to Green Bay. You know, there's been talk, talks about the Rams picking him up because, you know, Deshaun Jackson was released over the weekend. He requested his trade or release, and he hasn't found a home yet. So, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up.
1: Yeah, uh, I, he's washed, bro. <laughs> the yeah. shot is watched. Uh, I mean, the uh, shot I I been watched for the last yeah. five years. I don't even know why it's a top. He need to retire,
0: man. He needs to retire. He needs to retire. Just hang it up. So, I mean, a lot of people might say OBJ is washed too because a lot of people say he just remem- remembered for that one catch against the Cowboys. See,
1: I don't think OBJ is washed. I just think he needs... I don't think
0: he is either. I think
1: he needs a quarterback that's going to feed him. Like, certain quarterbacks want to throw it to... Like, I always say there's there's different type of quarterbacks in the NFL, right? You have the quarterbacks that's going to read, go through their progressions and they can be good with no matter who. Aaron Rodgers style. Now, you might not be top-tier Aaron Rodgers, but Baker Mayfield is more like that. He feeds Adams, but there's games where Adams, he might not throw it to Adams and he might throw it around but then you have players like Matthew Stafford who's just gonna feed their star it doesn't matter if they're covered whatever you're gonna get it to him and Odell needs someone like that because with these injuries Odell isn't getting separation like he used to but Odell can go up and get it though and if you ain't gonna give him a chance to throw it in jump ball situations then that's what's gonna end up happening you gotta have a quarterback that's comfortable
0: throwing it to you in coverage that trusts you all right so look Yep, so let's do this. Let's pick a premium, good, grade-A spot for Odell Beckham right now. I'll let you go first. Packers. Okay.
1: Yeah, I can
0: see that. Because you're not – I'm going to go – oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I was going to say because you're on a contending team, you have an elite quarterback – if he don't get suspended. You have an elite quarterback. You don't have to be the main weapon because you got Adams there. They've been needing a second weapon on that team, and they already have a running game. So you – so you can have Odell just being your deep threat while Devontae Adams take all the volume.
0: I'm going to go with the uh, New Orleans Saints. You know, Michael Thomas is out for the year. Uh, I think he he will be, a, he, you know, he's going back home pretty much, you know, back to where he spent a lot of his college days in the state of Louisiana. They ain't got no quarterback, I think he'd be though. a good fit, man.
1: Jameis Winston just went oh, out with yeah, ACL Oh, yeah, that's right. Jameis is out for Taysom the year. Taysom Hill hurt. So you're going to a worse quarterback situation Trevor than you <laughs> were in.
0: Hey, now, there were some rumors at the deadline they were trying to get Teddy Bridgewater back from the Broncos.
1: I mean, so. that would have been good if they got him, but at yeah. this point in time, they didn't get him. So I don't know, yeah. definitely. He said he wants to go to a contender. And if he wants to go to a contender, then you got to take a lot of teams out of it. Because I actually think the Eagles would be a great spot for him. But if you want to go to a contender, to keep the, uh, the Eagles aren't a contender.
0: I say the Rams or the Packers at this point, though. But I think New Orleans might be a good fit. But I, uh, but you know, maybe who knows? But yeah, man. Uh, you know, not Rams a lot of people saying well. How, The
1: Rams. Well, he, I think you, I feel like he's gonna go to the Rams too. But what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got Cooper Cup, yeah. you got Robert Van Woods. Jefferson, <laughs> like Tutu two, two Atwell. Like if they Jesus. don't win the championship, dude. There's no excuse. Like there is no excuse, man. Every team's gonna have to play them in prevent, man. From here on out, a lot of people were saying the Cowboys, but I'm like, why? Like they don't even need them. Like they have a full wide receiver room, man. There, there is. No need for Odell Beckham Jr. to go to the Cowboys. Cowboys fans, cut that shit out. <laughs> he does not need to come to the Cowboys. he got a full wide receiver room. See, this is why, and I am a Cowboys fan, but this is why people hate Cowboys fans, because sometimes they do the damn most. Just, just yeah. chill.
1: Yeah, they don't need, that's just extra shit, bro. You need some
0: more, if anything, you need more defenders. Bro, I feel like I should be the spokesperson for all Cowboys fans because I'm highly logical. See, you hadn't heard me say too much ignorant shit as, as a Cowboys fan. You got to give me my props. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I agree. You And you're not the only reasonable
1: Cowboy fan. I know the, the Cowboys fans in this area, I think overall are usually, and I, I don't want to be racist, but usually the ridiculous Cowboy fans are usually white. <laughs> usually my black yeah, true. Cowboy fans aren't totally unreasonable. They might be overly optimistic. They might want everybody. I think people are bums, but they're not just going crazy. Like, every year, like, the white Cowboys fans I know, they just be going
0: wild, you know? <laughs> you know what, man? I speak of how it is, but I think the closer you get to Texas, the worse it gets. Well, I'm pretty Because I've been to, to Cowboys Texas. games before, yeah?
1: Well, I take that back because you're right because in Oklahoma, I would say Cowboy fans are worse than in Arkansas.
0: Yep. So, Arkansas, man, where there's not too many Cowboys fans in Arkansas, and I live in North uh-huh. Carolina now, nah, so gotta, there's a – You got well,
1: Northwest Arkansas –
0: True, true, and there are ties to the University of Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'll say this out in North Carolina. So there's like, so I'm going after we finish recording. I'm headed to Buffalo Wild Wings to do my Sunday routine to watch the game and whatever. But it's a it's a contingent up there too to get kind of wild, man. And I'm like, uh, I think I'm gonna go home. Like, check, please. But it ain't it ain't too bad. But anywho, man, we got to get to la- well, we could get to the, uh, some of these la- games last week, man, because uh. There was some uh, upsets. I think one game we definitely got wrong was the Jets and the Bengals. Man, who thought that Mike White, a former pick of the yeah. Cowboys, would show out like that? It was the week of backup quarterbacks. Man, was
1: it not? Yeah, man, Mike White was super impressive, and you know I'm, I've been on the Bengals hard, and but he was just he was better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> I mean, he was yeah. way I mean, better. He looked good, than Zach Wilson. So. I mean, I thought he was very, very impressive. The way he led the team, the control, the poise that he had. I was very impressed with Mike White. Now, unfortunately, we expected that on Thursday, and then he hurts his wrist. I don't know if it's broken or the extent, but he wasn't able to play. And you saw the difference between having Mike White and not having White Mike White, you know.
0: Yeah, man, they beat the freaking Bengals 34-31 to 31 in a close game, man. I didn't think it was going to be that close. Uh, but I know for a fact, let's see, I whiffed on that one. Uh, I think I also uh, whiffed, will definitely on the Buccaneers versus the Saints, uh, whiffed on that one. Uh, I believe I whiffed on the, pa- the Panthers versus the Falcons. Uh, I also think, um, I think the only other one I got wrong was maybe the Browns versus Steelers and then uh, maybe, I think the 49ers and Bears, I, I lost on that one too. Yeah, I like the Bears. I knew – I had a good feeling that the Bears would have a good game.
1: Um, I think the Bears could be coming along. Uh, they get David Montgomery back this this Monday. Uh, you already have – you found something in Herbert. So, I'd be interested to see how they split those carries with Herbert and um, – Herbert and Montgomery. Now – Fields has to find a way to get the ball to Allen Robinson more. I don't think Allen Robinson will be there next year, but they just have a weapon out there. He has really good chemistry with Mooney, and that's a uh, that's a that's a thing in the NFL. I mean, I always say like the backup quarterback. You know, you spent all that time playing with the scout team and the second team. So, as soon as you start starting, you have like the third or fourth string uh, receivers start just killing shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of that chemistry. And that's kind of what you're saying. But I like this Bears team. I wasn't really surprised. I don't think the Niners team is as good as we thought they were without that running game. So, I
0: think McNaggy's
1: definitely getting fired.
0: Definitely. I think they should. I mean, they look so
1: good. Yeah, I mean, and and they've been looking they've been looking good and competitive ever since Matt Nagy stopped calling plays. So it'll be interesting because if that O C gets another chance to be a head coach somewhere, would they fire Nagy to keep him there? was is, is, is the O C okay with just being under Nagy? You know what I mean? Because the O C is definitely better at running shit than Nagy.
0: Yep and uh man I know one now one game that you got wrong definitely and you know I got to call you out on it man the cowboys versus the vikings which we both said all right even I got that one wrong because uh, yeah about I about to like, say we Dak said Prescott...
1: that we said that that depended on
0: you that know, <laughs> Prescott plays and or Dak not which he did
1: and then they you know what I'm saying so vikings
0: are trash vikings. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't believe I gave him that much credit, yeah. man. Because during the, it was a it's a game of of two halves, man. Like it usually is. The first half, I was like, uh, this may not go our way, but man, I gotta I gotta talk about Cooper Rush, man. I gotta call him big time Rush, man. That's that's what he was. He's big time, man. He came through in the end. Amari Cooper, he was. Hey, I had him on my fantasy team. If you had him on yours, he showed out last week. It, it was a good week, man. Now. One thing I want to ask, just seriously, now I just need an unbiased opinion because I know you don't really carry the way, Mm -hmm. but do you view the Dallas Cowboys as legitimate contenders
1: yet? Yes because they have one of the most potent offenses in the NFL, uh, especially when Dak's on. Dak has showed a – I think sitting out last year was great for Dak because I think Dak saw the field from a different point of view, like a coach's point of view. And the way he's calling plays and coverages and picking defense apart, he's at an elite level right now. So you add that to the fact that um, the defense is playing a lot better with Diggs actually having a shut-down cornerback that can cut the field in half where you don't really want to throw, that's making plays. And then you have Micah Parsons, at linebacker, who who kind of cuts down the edges. Um, even when he plays, like, just those two players, Parsons and Diggs, just change that whole defense. Like, you don't need a, a whole defense to be good. Sometimes it only takes one or two players that can change the defense. And I think that the Cowboys have that. I think they're a legit threat. I hate to say it, but I think the Cowboys
0: are a legit threat. Yeah, and I think, you know, now I want to know, Is are they winning in spite of Mark, Mike McCarthy yeah, Yes. or because of Mike McCarthy? Yes. I think, um, <laughs> you know, I, I give a lot of credit to the coordinators, man. Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, I think if the Cowboys can go deep into the playoffs, maybe even make a Super Bowl appearance, you're losing both of them next year. They will be head coaches again in the National Football League uh, I think you definitely have the Defensive Rookie of the Year and p- quite possibly the Defensive Player of the Year on the same team. That's just from my chair. I don't, I don't, Prescott, think, that it, you don't think that You don't think uh, Michael Parsons Defensive Rookie of the Year and Trayvon Diggs is Defensive Player of the Year? It's possible. It's I mean, I ain't going
1: to say it ain't possible. I mean, I guess so. I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah. I mean, the way Diggs is playing, definitely he could be Defensive Player of the Year. I don't, I'm trying to think of another defensive player, I guess Michael Parsons. The, the thing about Parsons is what are you going to measure it on? Are you measuring it on stats or impact, right?
0: But, I mean, if you're saying rookie, he's probably still the best rookie. So, you, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, offensive rookie of the year, we all know Jamar Chase got that one locked up, man. You're not a football fan if you don't think that. But um, Yeah, I was just talking I about defensively.
1: Say, I mean, I didn't really think about yeah. it. I mean, still a lot of games, but the way they're performing, like Diggs is definitely the leader of defensive player of the year, if you ask me.
0: Uh, At this point, yeah. yeah. So, But because uh, we got a whole lot of season left, man, and it's going to get crazier and crazier as we go on. But... You know, I think they're legit. So my, my top contenders in the NFC right now are the Buccaneers, Rams, and Cowboys, most definitely. Uh, I could probably go ahead and let's see. I think those are the top three at least, because what you get seven playoff seeds. Uh, definitely, you got to put Green Bay in that conversation still. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure. Uh, well, the Arizona Cardinals definitely, because you know they're they're seven and one. So you got a log jam of seven and one teams, which I'm surprised that we're seeing this out of the NFC. I didn't expect to see that, but the AFC is pretty, I don't know, man. It's anybody's game in the AFC, but I I think that the Cowboys are a legit contender. They can make a run, but I've seen this movie before. And and so we'll, we'll just see, you know, the playoffs are a different, a different game. But I think, you know, Dak Prescott, if he's not in the NFL MVP conversation, he's definitely NFL comeback player of the year. Yeah, definitely I think he's comeback player of the year. I definitely yep. think
1: that. I mean, I love what Dak Prescott. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Dak Prescott. I just hate that he's on the Cowboys. So no,
0: I don't no, I don't.
1: I hate that he's on the Cowboys. If he wasn't on the Cowboys, Dak Prescott might be my
0: favorite player. You know what I'm saying? I love Dak Prescott. I think, he, I think he's your favorite player right now. You just know him to talk shit on you. Hey, you bro. don't want to admit it. Hey, bro, I never say that yeah, shit. It's totally cool. I never say that shit on camera. Hey, man, you
1: know what? <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll say this. I got, I got love
0: for Jayla Hurts, man. I mean, you know, I don't really think much of the Philadelphia Eagles, but, you know, any type of black man playing quarterback or a black coach oh, coaching yeah. in the league, I'm going to support him. No yeah, doubt. Bro.
1: Yeah, but I, I always uh, say I, I always say like uh if the problem with being an Eagles fan is Eagles fans are just as unrealistic as Cowboys fans, right? Uh, they put so much Eagles pressure fans, on the
0: criminals, crew. man. Yeah. <laughs> they they stab niggas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But I I always say like even with Carson Wentz, like Carson Wentz got a bad rap, everybody was shitting on him, saying how terrible he was. But then you go look at the stats, what he was doing was probably one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL. I mean like one year they shit on Wentz and the receivers literally led the league in drops. The next year they had like the worst <laughs> like catch percentage. Like two to three years that people really shitted on Carson Wentz. He had one of the worst receiving cores you can have. And he was still out there making plays. I think he hit for 4,000 yards with one of the worst receiving cords like um, recorded statistically and the highest drop rates. So now you see him in an offense where he's comfortable with the OC that actually believes in him, and you see what he's doing. And you know what? He still doesn't have a great receiving core. Pittman's good, but Pittman's young, right? And T.Y.'s been out. Hey, he clowned
0: hey, he clown Thursday night,
1: though. Yeah, he did. I mean, I, I think he's growing, and I think he's going to be one of the premier wide receivers. But I'm just saying, you have a, a wide receiver that's growing, but he still doesn't have an elite wide receiver core. Like, he doesn't have the the wide receiver core that Matt Stafford has. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I facts, I, facts. I look at the same thing with Jalen Hurts. I, every, every time I'm watching... These people analyze Jalen Hurts, Detroit Aikman's, and all these people. Uh, he's late on that throw. He needs to the time. Like, dude, has played like eighteen. Eight, he's no, still like, a rookie, like man. Games. He's still a rookie, and he's making. You
0: have to put, yeah, you have to put Jalen Hurts on the same scale that you're putting Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and all those guys on because he hasn't. He doesn't have that much experience under under his belt at this point in time. Plus, he has a shaky offensive line. So, I don't. I don't hold Jalen Hurts responsible for the state of affiliate Philadelphia Eagles. Personally, I would hold uh, who, Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, uh, as offensive play caller. And then who's that damn GM y'all got? Yeah, uh, uh, Lurie, Lurie's the owner, right? Yeah,
1: Lurie's the owner. It's um, Damn, you just made me forget. Uh, who, who's the guy? Herb. What is
0: his name? I can see it's
1: Huey. What is his name? Huey.
0: Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman is, yeah, is his name, yeah, Howie Roseman, yeah. So I put it on them. They got to get them more weapons, man. They do, yeah. And so,
1: we, and but the one thing I'll say about the Eagles is everything that, that that happens with the Eagles is really just upside. I don't think they were actually trying to win. I think they're well. I'm not gonna say they weren't actually trying to win. I don't think this was a win now situation for them. You know what I mean? Um, They have three first round picks. As long as Carson Wentz stays healthy and plays 70% of the snaps, they have three first round picks. And one of those first round picks is going to be way higher than they thought it would be because Miami's not good. So they have their own first round pick. They have Miami's first round pick and they potentially are going to have the Colts first round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. They could have two picks in the top 15.
0: You know I think they should draft, man? They got to get Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, man. Is he coming out? I think they – Nah, they don't need to do that.
1: That's a waste know. of a pit, man. They, got, they have Miles Sanders. They just don't use Miles Sanders. And then you also drafted True. Kenneth Gainwell. Like, we seen what happened last week when they actually ran the ball. Oh, yeah, ball I forgot about that. With Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. We have an offensive line. They're old, but they can run the ball. It's just but, he hasn't uh, been handing the ball off.
0: But, y'all yeah, were playing the Detroit Lions, though, so.
1: I mean, still, like, a- even a- if you take out the D- Detroit Lions, we're averaging five yards a carry. We just don't give the running right, back ball. i that, yeah. But every game, no matter what defense we play, we've averaged five yards a carry. Miles Sanders was averaging five yards a carry. He was only getting, like, eight carries. <laughs> it's just nonsense. But, hey, <laughs> I'll
0: tell you this, though. Side note, I think Kenneth Walker's got that Heisman on lock. He should. Either him or Bryce Young. Lock. Maybe Matt Corral
1: lock i don't know they're about, in, it. I don't they're
0: know in about lock. it well not lock but he's in the conversation i think them those are the top three heisman finals but we can do a
1: heisman didn't they just lose later on. nah that's gonna affect them they just lost
0: they lost no, i mean old
1: miss lost once too no they lost alabama lost. yeah but yep. you just lost to. Purdue. oh they lost to
0: purdue yeah, yeah. they just lost yesterday they, to
1: they were ranked three they lost to purdue i'm not saying it's gonna uh, take yeah. them out of the heisman race but I think that they really just opened the door for Kayla Williams to come into conversation. Um, you still got Boy, that, Bryce. Yeah. What is it, Bryce? Uh, Bryce. Young? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. And then Matt Corral.
0: Great. So. Hey, but let's talk about these Cincinnati Bearcats creeping on up. They might get a playoff spot, maybe. Uh, anyway, all right. So it's Week Nine. Pick 'em, man. It's time.
1: You want to talk any I'm about? I'm feeling quite football? confident Before today. Get in there, there's a couple upsets we had. Michigan State yeah. get upstated, upset by Purdue. Um, Purdue. They were number three team. They just fell down. You had Baylor lose to TCU. I want to say or West Virginia. Uh huh. Baylor. Um, they got that Baylor. Stamos. They
0: lost to TCU. Arkansas bowl eligible. Shout out to them Razorbacks. pig.
1: Arkansas beats Mississippi State. There was one more team that lost. Wake Forest lost to North Carolina. Yeah, they lost to North Carolina. So you yep. Have two top ten yep. teams losing. A blatant disrespect of. And, oh, Cincinnati went down to the wire. Tulsa just – I think –
0: did you see that game? No, I didn't, man. I was watching, uh, well, obviously Arkansas versus Mississippi State, but I watched a lot of the uh, North Carolina-Wake Forest game because that one's not too far from where I live. So I thought about going to it.
1: So what happened was Cincinnati struggled with Tulsa, but they had control of the ball in their own – like on its own side of the field. They were up eight points and fumbled literally like on the five- or six-yard line <laughs> on their own side mm-hmm. of the field. Mm-hmm. Tulsa gets the ball with one minute left on the clock, and they're like on the five-yard line. They run it like four times, and all of them were close to getting in. But, like, one time the quarterback had to touch it, and all he had to do was dive. His knee touched the ground. Another time uh the dude, the fourth down, he tried to stretch the ball out, and he fumbled. On the goal line. So they survived. It was the craziest shit i ever seen. Like, all you had to do is get five yards. Now, you had to do the conversion, but I couldn't believe Tulsa couldn't score. But Cincinnati really yeah, struggled.
0: Of, yeah, speaking of Cincinnati, man, shout-out to Perry Eliano, man, their defensive back coach. I know him from uh, the University of Central Arkansas. Good guy, man. His wife's cool, too, Regina. So shout-out to him, man. They're having a hell of a season. Now, I will say this. All of the upsets yesterday helped one school in particular. The Ohio State University. I think wow. they're gonna sneak into the college football playoff.
1: But I don't. I don't understand this, man. I'm Maybe thinking, Notre Dame too. See, I don't. Now, the problem with Ohio State is Ohio State's gonna have to face some stiff competition. I don't think that, and Notre Dame is too far back at this point in time because most of the teams in there have one loss or they're undefeated. Um, I don't like how they. I don't like how they do the college football playoffs because the college football the rankings is all for um, suspense. You know what I'm saying? They burnt, they ranked mm-hmm. OU at eighth, right? And they put Ohio State in front of. Them. Why is Ohio State in, Ohio State hadn't looked out good all year? And yeah, they nope. they won loss what to well, who they lose to Penn State, I believe.
0: They lost to Oregon. They
1: lost to Oregon. Okay, so I guess you get the benefit of the doubt. But they've been struggling. They struggle with Tulsa. Also, they hadn't looked great. And so you ranked them at like five. You put Cincinnati up there at three. Cincinnati ain't played nobody, and you just saw that while they're struggling. You know what I'm saying? Michigan State, nope. I believe Michigan State should have been three. I think they played that tough game last week against Michigan, and they had a letdown against Purdue, and Purdue plays everybody tough. So I ain't mad at Michigan Man, State.
0: Not to mention, LSU almost beat Alabama last night. Yes,
1: it was a good game. And I'm just saying, like, this year, yeah. this year is going to get crazy. I think this year is really going to get crazy. Uh, I don't. I think that you're still – because you say Ohio State, but Ohio State still has to play – have they played Michigan yet?
0: Uh, nope, that's usually loud. they play them in a few weeks. Have they played Michigan State so, yet? Did they
1: beat Michigan? They didn't.
0: Uh, they didn't play Michigan State, right? That's because they're all in the same question. division. Yeah, and I, Ohio State plays Purdue next week too. And, you know Purdue stays beating their ass like every other year. Yeah,
1: I need to look up. Be crazy, uh, I need man. to look up Ohio State's last schedule because I think they play Michigan, Michigan State, and Purdue. <laughs> and, so
0: yeah, Michigan plays Penn State uh, Saturday. Ohio State plays Purdue. I'm in the schedule now, so Michigan, let's see, they play Maryland. Ohio State plays Michigan State on the twentieth. Yeah. So that'll be a great game. So they play And then the next week they play Michigan. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. play Michigan State and then Michigan. Yeah, so they're gonna end up. And they could potentially lose both those games.
1: Purdue Michigan State and Michigan, the last three weeks of the season, and then they'll go play whoever's on the other side, who could be Wisconsin, Iowa, whoever. But that three-game stretch is going to be crazy for Ohio State. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yep, crucial. And that's crucial for the standings. I think it was Michigan State who just lost, but it was Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State all in the top top ten. They can't all win. Like, they all have to get that second loss to knock them out of there. So – it, it'll be interesting. OU has Iowa State, Baylor, and um, o- o- Oklahoma State, which now uh, it not. Y'all should win them games. It, yeah, it took some prestige off of it because uh, Baylor just lost. Iowa State beat Texas, so Iowa State is still ranked. OSU should be ranked in the top ten if they don't fuck up because <laughs> the last game yeah. of the season, OSU should be ranked pretty high because those losses push OSU up. So OSU was like 11. They should be like 8 to 6
0: now. Yeah, and so it'll it'll be interesting to see how it shakes up. Shit, is
1: Spencer Rattler still on the team? getting transferred yet. I, he was on the team. I mean, I I mean, we had a uh, we had a we had a bye this week. We were idle this week, but last week he got in the game. Um, he threw some passes. Uh, he? he still he still got. A, hey, Spencer Rattler's not a bum. Caleb Williams, no, nah, not truth. at all. You know what I'm saying? I just want to yeah. clarify. Like, I don't like the shit that Spencer Rattler does. But Spencer Rattler can probably start and be legit anywhere else for like. Ninety five percent of college basketball. Dude got a crazy yep. arm, he got crazy accuracy. Yep. The offensive line is just <laughs> offensive line is just not there for
0: him. How insane would it be if Spencer Rattler transferred to Texas? <laughs> I think the only
1: thing He'd be the most
0: hated man yeah. in
1: Oklahoma history, and, and he would be the one that probably could do it because he's not actually from yep. Texas. You know what I'm saying? He's from Arizona. I think that Spencer Rattler ends up transferring west, though. I think he goes out to yeah. uh, a Pac-12 USC. school. And I think I don't I don't know what's the what's the um don't do you still got to get permission where you transfer to? Do you, don't you you still got
0: to get released? And plus, you man, sh- yeah, you got to get released from your scholarship. But I think you get one. Didn't they change the rule where now yeah. you can get one free one? And then everybody got a free one last year because of COVID. So I think you can get one free one or get, uh, you know, a waiver or whatever.
1: I think you still so, got in-conference rules, though. I just think you can't stack on top of it like they try to do Baker and not let him play for, like, three years. Right. But I think you, even if you're eligible to play immediately, you still have to sit out one year um, if you transfer in-conference. I think Spencer, since he was so close to getting drafted and was a Heisman candidate, I don't think he wants to sit uh, I still nah, think...
0: that just ruin the stock.
1: Yeah, I think Spencer should go to... I mean, I think Mordecai got another year, but Spencer at SMU would be crazy because he'll put up 18,000 yards in that offense.
0: <laughs> very true. And it's very uh, true. It's the but same exact offense, wanna, too. But does he want to drop down to group of five versus power five? I think, I think he still... I think he wants to go to a power five school... I mean, maybe, but so can I mean, Florida. You th- go to
1: Florida. Yeah, I think he can do it. I mean, the the risk that you take is kind of like what happened to like a Tate Martell. You know what I'm saying? What if you transfer and get beat out again?
0: Yeah, but Tate Martell, Spencer Rattler's way better
1: than Tate true, Martell. True, true. I'm just saying, there's a possibility that you can go and not win there too and get benched twice, and then that kind of really kills
0: you. You go to SMU. And my thing, yeah, you can probably start day one yeah. out there. And my thing is this, man. Tate Martell I feel he was just playing the wrong position I think he would have been a better slot receiver at a school like Ohio State or Miami I think he would have been like he, he just reminds me a lot of Julian Edelman and I know he tried to do go out for receiver but shit he should have stuck around in Miami man De'Aaron King that got hurt again I don't know who the hell's playing quarterback in Miami these days I don't think it's matter. I don't think it matters. I mean, even with nah, King, they, that they, team was awful. <laughs> the U is dead. Yeah. The U is dead, and they ain't coming back for a minute. They got to get somebody that's gonna like bend Rules. And, well, shit, it's pretty much impossible to cheat now with NIL deals. Yeah. So, S- I don't
1: shit, know. SMU did came back before Miami. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We got to go ahead, and we're going to get into our favorite part of the show, these pick man. Yeah, man. Got to do better this week, man. Got to do better. Yeah, we got to Yeah, we gotta finish on a positive note, man. Eight o'clock was kind of a bummer, man. It brought me down a little bit. We got to finish on a positive note. So 1 p.m. games. We got a stacked lineup this week, man. The Dallas Cowboys, them boys against the Denver Broncos. The Cowboys are 10-point favorites. The over-unders, 49-and-a-half. Uh, there are some questionable injuries, so you know you got both wide receivers, wide receivers playing. Yeah, they they will be playing. Uh, Tyron Smith is out. Um, I, I I think the Cowboys man. Where's it at? Especially without Von Miller, it's in Dallas or in Arlington. So I, I got the Cowboys man. Yep. Without Von Miller, now I will say that. The the Broncos did well. That was like a couple of years back, though. This is a totally different team. So. I will say, as Cowboys. long as as long as
1: Dak is fully healthy, I have the Cowboys. I don't think Cooper Rush can pull the same thing against the Broncos as they pull against the Vikings because even though the Broncos lost Von Miller, their defense is still pretty solid. You know what I mean? And then Teddy Bridgewater, they can run the ball. They're not. They're not so, you know, focused on the... They really pound you between the tackles. You know what I mean? So, I think that they right. could cut the game in half. If you don't have somebody like... If Dak isn't on point, the Broncos could sneak them. I'm still going to take the
0: Cowboys, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos could sneak out this game. Yeah, man, look. Anytime you play a Vic Fangio team, you're always on upset alert. And, and the reason... The, the biggest reason is because this game could come
1: down to coaching... Right. If you're not, if the Mm -hmm. offense isn't just churning, then you get down to coaching, and I don't trust Mike McCarthy in these situations. He has a tendency to go for it at the wrong time, do some stupid shit, and I know Fangio is just gonna take what's given. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna play it safe. He's gonna take take advantage of
0: it. Yeah. I think, really, this game is going to be dependent upon the run, man. Yep. I think Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, they're, they're going to be the difference makers in this game. But I still like the Cowboys. Yeah, Broncos got it'll, a weakness like,
1: at wide receiver. So, But they all, you guys also don't have Blake Jarwin, so Schultz going to have to – I don't know if the run game is going to be as potent without Blake Jarwin because they're too tight end set with Jarwin.
0: Yep. And I am excited about uh, Jerry Judy. And the, uh, the Jerry, Judy, Trayvon Diggs matchup. If they are matched up on each other, I really want to see that one. It won't
1: be Judy. It's going to be Cortland. You need to be excited about Cortland Sutton. Courtland Sutton's Sutton. still the man. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, Judy been out, but Cortland Sutton oh, is no. still that
0: dude. <laughs> but, hey, I'll tell you what, though. That if Judy is on Anthony Brown, that's definitely going to be a mismatch that they'll take advantage of. Yeah, I agree. So... All right, man. Jets and Colts, man. Hey, forty-five to thirty—that was a, a a banger. You know, I had Jonathan Taylor on my fantasy team. Man. I had him and Ty Williams, man. Yeah. So I had a pretty good outing. Uh, Carson Wentz, man, looked good. Carson Wentz looked really good. I think he's starting to hit that stride. I man, he's
1: in the conversation for uh, most uh, comeback comeback play. player of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he's got to go to Dak, though, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that are gonna go farther. Ankle.
1: But I, I told yeah. you that the Colts are. Colts are gonna go on a run, man. The Colts had a very, very tough early schedule, especially with Carson Wentz missing the whole preseason with that foot injury. But they
0: had a tough schedule. Yeah, the, Col- yeah, the Colts four and five. And hey, man, we did not talk about A uh, AP. ADAP coming back to the league with the Titans. That's Derrick Henry. We didn't Henry's talk out about Derrick
1: Henry injury. That's huge. Derek yes, Henry being That out is for very huge.
0: Season? Yes. Mm. And I said this uh. last
1: podcast. Every week. Of this NFL, every week in the NFL season, there has been a major running back to get hurt. It has happened every week. Every single week, you can track back every week a major running back has gotten hurt. And last week, it was Derrick Henry and James Robinson.
0: Yep. But man, uh, we, had a, we had a Josh Johnson sighting, man. <laughs> awful. Why you got to say that, Josh man? Why you got to do that dude like that? Josh of course, is- Mike White gets hurt. Well, Josh is a oh perfect example
1: of how if you have any talent at quarterback, you should be able to stick around the NFL for 30 years, bro. Josh has never that dude been was good. in the NFL, AAF, XFL. Colin, shit. He is it's the dudes. example of why Colin Kaepernick should not be unemployed.
0: I know, no, right? No right? way. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's crazy. Uh, bills and Jags, man. No James Robinson. Bills are a half, babe favorites yeah the bills man urban myers just buying his time He's he's got a good college job waiting on him he doesn't give a shit anymore <laughs> browns and Bengals, man this ought to be a good one the Bengals are two-point favorites uh browns sit at 500 Bengals five and three who would have thought that would happen right over under's 48 man you know what i'm actually oh let's see where it is it's in cincinnati I might take the Bengals,
1: man. Hey. I think the Bengals might get it done at home. At some point, man, you're going to have to come over to this side, man. Bengals are legit, man. Bengals, Bengals yeah, let they, they for real. Yeah, they let their guard down last week. I'm not going to hold that against them. They're a young team. that had some success, and they were playing the Jets. They thought they had an easy win out there and, you know, fucked around and ran into the buzzsaw Mike White. You know what I'm saying? But this this week, I think they Buzz recovered. Saw, I like it. <laughs> this yeah, week, I think I, they recover. And I think they go ahead and take out take out the Browns. Now the Browns' run game is gonna dictate dictate a lot. You know what I'm saying? If you can't shut down that Browns' run game, then you're gonna be in trouble. But I think I like the Bengals, man.
0: Man, and they got a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball too. Yeah. So a lot of folks questionable, man. But I think the Bengals go in and get it done, man. I think the the Browns start to slide. By the way, I know OBJ isn't there anymore, but man, did you see his dad, Ob? The the first the the original Odell Baker put up the video man where Baker wouldn't throw the OBJ and he's like wide open half the yeah. time. I mean that was funny. Yeah, I it mean I don't I don't think it's not
1: true. I think he pissed uh Baker off and Baker was like fuck him. <laughs>
0: yep, like I ain't throwing you the ball at all because you know Baker may feel the petty motherfucker. Man. He is. He really is. Yeah is. I remember that game where they played Kansas and they didn't want to shake his hand. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he went off. He remember shit. You say the wrong shit
1: to him. Yeah. He he has that little fire in him, man. Baker. He,
0: he got that. He got that Jordan Kobe mentality, man. Where well, they just psychopaths, man. Like they like the Terminator, bro. You insult him. Baker don't think
1: that. Uh, Baker don't think he needs a wide receiver. That's the thing. He don't think he needs Odell. Bay. He knows he can win without him, and so that's a different thing. Like.
0: Okay, hey man, more power to him. Saints and Falcons, uh, Saints are six and a half point favorites, over-unders 42 and a half. It's in New Orleans, man, but... Trevor uh, Simeon is playing quarterback. Oof. How much trust do you got yeah. Trevor Simeon?
1: Michael Thomas much, said he man. ain't playing football for them this year, basically. And you got Mark Ingram back, but other than that...
0: Hmm. I mean, no it's Ridley, the Falcons... Though. Yeah, no Calvin really, you know, he's taking a mental health break. Uh, hopefully all is well with him. Uh I mean Cordero Patterson's been balling this year, man, like at three different positions. So he's having a Pro Bowl caliber type of year. You know, I like I'm gonna take the Falcons in this one, man. I think the Falcons might get the upset here.
1: Yeah, I think the Falcons are gonna win. I think they're I think that uh the Saints are in quarterback hell right now. Uh Trevor Simeon mm-hmm. could get it done, but uh, we're looking at Trevor Simeon with no legit running backs. So the Falcons can just take Kamara away on the, in the past game, I don't think that the the Saints will be able to move the ball much. So, yeah, I'm going with the Falcons.
0: Yep, even though their defense is horrific, I'm going with them too. Uh, Patriots and Panthers. Pa- Patriots, only three-point favorites, over-unders 41.5. Now, the Panthers and the Broncos are a lot They're – they're the same because we thought that they were – you know, they came out on fire – Three and zero to start the season, and now they've been what one and <laughs> one and uh three since then. So, you know, they were kind of pretenders. Now, this Patriots team, I will say, Mac Jones has improved. They're looking pretty well. You know, you still got Darth Sidious himself coaching. Uh, I'm gonna take you know the Patriots, man. You know they got Mac Jones. Who man, that was, <laughs> that was nice. That shit ain't gonna work. I like the time. I know though. Mac Jones. Yeah, so I think you know I'm, I'm going to take the uh, New England Patriots to win this game, man. Moving five and four. I know the the that can
1: come back, but I think that um, I think that and Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. You get a safety net. Um, for Donald. So, I like that. If, if McCaffrey's back, man, I think that offense move. They always say they're not going to play on, you know, 50, 40, or 50 snaps, they're going to hold them back. But someone, when the magic man touched the field, you know what I'm saying, it's hard not to play. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, if the if they can get that run game going, I think that that will help the, whole, the team as a whole. Um, their defense is getting healthier. So, I like the Carolina Panthers in this one.
0: Okay. Okay. Raiders and Giants. So, yeah, we already know what's going on with Henry Rooks the third. The Giants are just terrible. I think Dave Gettleman is going to get fired. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Raiders. They're yeah. only 3-point yeah. yeah, favorites, but I think they they're going to beat them like way way more than that. I mean, I look agree. for a big game fantasy owners look for a huge game from Darren Waller. And uh, Hunter Renfro today. So if you don't have Hunter Renfro, I will pick him up, man. He's worth at least a look on your bench or flex, because he's gonna be getting more targets now. So, yeah, man. Yep. Zay Jones
1: also. Um, True. You know, I, I I'll take the Raiders. I will say that this they have had an emotional week. I would say. So how would they respond mm-hmm. to that and in come into this game? Will it make them more focused? Will it make them less focused? I'll still pick the Raiders, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have a bit of a letdown.
0: Yeah, man, emotional week. They've had an emotional season. Yeah, it's been it's been nuts, man. It's been nuts. Texans and Dolphins. Dolphins, damn, they're both 1-7. and seven, Like, I just noticed that. Good yeah, No God. tour, no. no tour. Yeah, no, no tour. Davis Mills has been playing well. You know, I, I look for Brandon Cooks to really make the difference in that. I know that uh, the Ravens wanted to get Xavier McKinney. Uh, Wow. Dude, at this point, I just played Deshaun Watson, but, man, they don't care. They going they going all in Tyra's for the Matt back. Corral sweepstakes. Oh, yeah,
1: Tyrod's back. Tyrod's starting today, so I think that the um, Houston Texans... Shit, Texas, I still play
0: Deshaun Watson. Shit, no, man. He played. Uh, I, I'll take the Texans. Who, who's uh, Jacoby Brissett starting? Yeah, I'll take the Texans. Yeah, I'll take the Texans, She's too. Having.
1: Devontae Parker's on she the did. IR. Uh, two yep. was out. You got Brissett playing. And the Texans' defense isn't totally awful. You know what I mean? The Texans' defense isn't totally awful. So, yep, I'm looking. CMC's in, Darnold's in, Saquon's out. So, yeah.
0: I like the taste. Man, how do you go? How do you go from, like, damn near making the playoffs last year to being 1-7? What the hell happened to Miami, man? And I like Brian Flores. I mean, what is going on down there? I think they kind of knew. I mean, that's why I think they were flirting with uh, the
1: Watson trade. I mean, you got to remember they got off to a hot start because they had Ryan Fitzpatrick. They made the changeover from Fitzpatrick to Tua, and Tua, Tua. and Tua didn't do as well as Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's people don't talk about it as much, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is the one that mm-hmm. got them in position to make the playoffs and have a chance. Tua did not sustain that on the back half of that schedule go along with the fact that they don't have any running game you can't just have no running game like Gaskins and Malcolm Brown and uh, Sal, uh Salvin Ahmad like they just didn't put a lot of effort into that run game and now you're seeing the effects man you can't have that defense on the field that long if they can't sustain any drives and that's what happens you're, yeah,
0: that's nuts, you're not man. catching
1: people by surprise that's the difference last year Miami caught people by surprise this year they came in with a bit more respect and you're not catching people by surprise anymore plus the receivers have been yep. beat up they haven't had any success
0: with their receivers, except for Waddle. Man, I saw that. Damn, I saw that record. I'm like, both of them are 1-7? and seven. Well, I knew the Texans were 1-7, but the Dolphins are too? Jeez. Vikings and the Ravens, man. The uh, Ravens are only 7-point favorites. Man, uh, let's see the injury report. It Dalvin cook wasn't much of a factor last week.
1: Now they said that he's uh, not I'm injured. Raised.
0: They're just not giving him the ball. And they said they're
1: going to have to give him the ball more ever since he came back from that ankle injury. I don't know if he's just not been healthy, but they hadn't been feeding him like they used to. And they've been, I know they got Jefferson. I know they got uh Thielen, but they ha- that offense has to run through Dalvin cook. It has to, I still, yep, it has to, yeah, I got, I got the Ravens in this one, but I think that you're going to get uh, Me too. a crazy
0: level of touches for Dalvin cook. <laughs> most definitely bro most definitely and my thing is so do you feel mike zimmer's coaching for his job this season
1: i think they like him i don't think he's coaching for his job i think if anything they will change the offensive of coordinator defensive coordinator or, you know whatever but I, I think they like i think they like zimmer zimmer hasn't been doing awful he's a stabilizing force uh, they have some talent i don't think they lose games because of zimmer either like if you look at it, I don't Man, think the losses are because Zimber is making bad calls. I think that defense isn't great. Um, they lost a lot of people on defense. Um they didn't want to pay people on defense. They made that trade for uh what's his name? Yanak Yoake. Patrick Peterson. No, nah, yeah, him too. Ngak- Yannick
0: Gingakwe
1: Ngak- Ngak- and then they had to trade him. So yeah. it's something going on. They something going on with that defense. They gotta fix the defense.
0: Nah, I'll tell you one thing, man. The finesse god himself, Kirk Cousins, man, getting all that money and not doing shit. I mean, that's their fault. You You like that? that. You You like that? You got to
1: know what you're getting with Kirk Cousins. And for him still to be making the salary that he's making is – Kirk Cousins should be a backup. Well, I'm not going to say that because Kirk Cousins is solid. I can't say that Kirk Cousins is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. And that's the problem you get. If you have an average quarterback – it's hard for you to do anything but keep that average quarterback until you have
0: to because he's like an average version of Phillip Rivers, to be.
1: Yeah, but that's the, like I said, that's the problem, though. You don't have a lot of good yep. quarterbacks, so an average quarterback is better than what you could get. you going to start a Josh Johnson? <laughs> Mike White
0: Man, he, you he ain't going hey, he to slander Josh hey, now, man. That brother, that brother that was just doing what he had to do. Hey, man, I had
1: Jameson Crowder play at third. This motherfucker didn't give him no touches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, <right? laughs>
1: but like I said, when you bring the when you bring that backup quarterback in, they go with the guy that they've been practicing with and Elijah Mitchell had a breakout game because he probably owned all the scout teams with him. But fuck this.
0: Oh man, that's too funny. <laughs> Chargers and Eagles, man. You got Justin Herbert versus Jalen Hurts. I like I like how we good. I like how we focused
1: on the run game, man. I'm a, I'm gonna go with my Eagles, even though I think the Chargers probably should win. Um, but I like it's in Philly. I've been saying, man, if we ran the ball, I think we would be a lot better. Now I can't. It's hard to judge that because we did it against Detroit. So it's like, oh, but it was against Detroit. But now we're not doing all these RPOs and we're just running the fucking ball. I think that we 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 can have success. So I'm going with even though it's not Miles Sanders, I like Boston Scott. I'm going with the Eagles. Okay. In an ugly game. I think it's gonna be 28 28-25 Eagles.
0: Yeah, I, it's gonna be close, man. I think you know what? I think the Eagles get it done today. They moved four and five on the season and try to stay in the hunt for a wild card spot. The Cardinals versus 49ers, the 49ers three and a half point favors, the over-unders forty-five since Santa Clara. Hopkins Man, isn't playing. Uh, right? uh, I, ooh, is is that true? I don't know. I remember I, Hopkins I was questionable. Was,
1: I know Hopkins was questionable, and I know uh,
0: Kyler, Kyler is questionable. questionable.
1: I thought they said Kyler's going to play, but Hopkins is out.
0: I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Out. But let me make this fantasy. Let me make this fantasy change real quick. <laughs>
1: I mean, you might want to look. You, they got the late game, so it's hard. You just got to make better. Make sure that you got a, a alternate plan because I thought I had heard that uh, he might not play. So.
0: I think uh, I either way, it go. Games. I got as long
1: as Kyler Murray's playing,
0: I got the Cardinals. Yeah, same here. Um, but, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Cardinals. I, I trust them. What's the last Ooh, Man, game see, can... you got me checking fantasy football, man. You got my anxiety <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> they ain't said nothing yet. And I'm ahead comfortably, but I'm like, dude, if he ain't playing, then I might need to start on a hunting Renfro. I, I don't know about that one, man. Uh, who's
1: who's in the late game? Is uh, Are the Raiders in the late game? I didn't look.
0: Uh, no, I think they play at 1 o'clock, man. Yeah, that's so tough. I need to make that decision quick. Uh, Packers and Chiefs, man. So the Chiefs are favored by 7 uh, for obvious reasons. We know why. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take them, even though the Chiefs play like shit on Monday night. No Aaron Rodgers. I, I, don't, I don't. But Jordan Love may ball. You know what? I hope Jordan Love balls out. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. Although I believe that uh, Jackson Mahomes needs to atone for his uh, trespasses <laughs> with, against Sean Taylor's spirit, and then things might turn around for him, but I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take these sorry ass Chiefs, I guess. Yeah, the Chiefs have had one of
1: them. This is a surprisingly disappointing year, so that's kind of crazy. But uh, you know
0: why? You know why? Why? Jackson, i no, I can't is, all I apologize for all this bullshit, dog. Yeah, it's Jackson and uh, Brittany. It's all of ah, them, man. Can't, they gotta, can't they blame gotta, that man. all on Jackson, man. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, yeah, I can. I can and I will. <laughs> I'm going to take. Yeah. You're going to shit on Josh Johnson. I'm shitting on Jackson Holmes. Fuck him. That's, fa- that's fair. Sh- that's fair. If it was up to me, he'd get 8 o'clock every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, go every. I, mean, I think it's easy. I'm going to Kansas City, man. Yeah. Titans and Rams. Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, That's the late, late game. I'm going with the Rams, man. Especially Von Miller. He's questionable, but if he plays, no Derrick Henry, man. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams.
1: They ain't got no Derrick Henry. That means that the game is now in the hands of
0: Tannehill, and I don't trust that at all. So, yeah. Oh, no. Nope. Rams. Yeah, give me them Rams. Bears and Steelers in the Monday night game. Steelers are six and a half point favorites. Over under 39. It's going to be at Heinz Field. You know what? I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because, I mean, Khalil Mack's out. A lot of other folks are out on this team. And and then, you know, TJ Watt starting to come in his own. I think he might be... It's, it's between him and Trayvon Diggs for Defensive Player of the Year. in My humble opinion... I, I like the Steelers. I'm going
1: with the Bears, man. I'm with the Bears last week. I think as long, okay. as, um, as, long as they're running the ball and making it easy on fields, uh, they can pull this out. I don't love Ben Roethlisberger or that offense, so I think they're going to give any team a chance if you can just hang around. And I think with David Montgomery and Herbert back, I think you're going to see a two-headed monster that the Steelers are going to have to deal with. And Steelers have problems scoring, man. So I'm going to go with the It's Bears. Big Ben's.
0: It's Big Ben's game to lose, man. Always. Big Ben's game to lose. You know what? We need to go head to head to see. I don't, but I don't feel like going back and listening to all those episodes, man, <laughs> and tallying up, like, who's ahead on the picks. Like, I don't really care. It ain't like we we play it for anything. Like, we ain't got, like, a little statue, like, old fox or something. But, yeah, man, that's, that's going to do it for this week. So, some interesting games on. We'll see how things add up at the end of the week, man. And, you know, we'll be back same time. Same channel next week, man. I said channel like we on TV and shit, but yeah, insane. You know how it is? We'll, same time is also questionable. Yeah, man. <laughs> we do these things. Will either crank them out on Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday? Doesn't matter, man. But anyway, everybody have a great week for the big homie OG Big Facts. This is Big KP with another episode of Fumble We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.